0: everyone this is nick from tenacity.ai and i'm with my host -host, co-host jason and you're listening to the cloud cost optimization podcast um today we're going to dive into a topic that you know jason and i have been uh in the industry a long time we've been in the provider space uh uh specifically around cloud hosting and secure cloud hosting and we wanted to touch on a topic we've been hearing um or or engaging in the conversation uh more and more in our um uh, prospects and partner conversations and so on. And that, and that's around how do, uh, uh, professional services, consulting AWS partners, Microsoft partners, uh, managed service partners, uh, bring a FinOps service to market. So this, this has been, uh, a topic in, in several recent, uh, conversations and we're starting to hear it pick up more and more. How how do you do this? And, and should, should they do it? Um, so I think, you know, to kick off the topic, uh, Jason, um, what has been the traditional, you know, what has been the traditional approach for these organizations to public cloud? So you go from, you know, maybe you have a managed service around security or managed service around private cloud hosting. Uh, maybe it's even organizations that, um, have been in kind of the traditional kind of, uh, all it, uh, bucket will, uh, it management. What, what has been their transition into public cloud and is that working?
1: Um, well, I think what is working. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know what what the entire market looks like, but from the providers that we see that are these service providers that we are see are growing at alarm, you know, at r- ridiculous rates. Right. The one thing that they have in common is that part of the service that they provide around managing a customer's cloud infrastructure includes uh, the alignment with the FinOps model right because they've you know from from a technical perspective they've been asked to provide security you mentioned it monitoring first responder these things that were historically accustomed to but if i'm managing this entire thing for my customer anyway then i'm also going to I'm going to be the place that they're going to look for to provide me the d- the data around where all my costs are going, you know, all, uh, making sure that I'm running at an optimal level and all these things. So what we're seeing now is the expansion of what customers are expecting their service providers to do to include not just the security monitoring and all of these things, but it includes informing me of where all my costs are going, going optimizing my environment as well as making sure that I'm Operating it on an ongoing basis. So I understand Anomalies I understand where I am at to my forecasted budget, etc. Things like that. So what we're seeing is I think What we hear common with these providers is that my customers are driving me towards needing this data and Because I'm the one managing it for them. They're looking to me to provide it and so the successful ones are allowing their customers to, to, to really dictate their product roadmap, right? It becomes part of their service. We're gonna ensure that you're always saving this amount of money on whatever X, Y, or Z spend. And we're gonna ensure that we're, you know, we're, we understand where your spend anomalies are so that you can be notified before it becomes an issue and so on and so forth. I, I think,
0: you know, there's two places where these organizations have come from. You know, one of them is the digital transformation or cloud transformation space. You know, a lot of these organizations saw their leap to public cloud was we're going to help organizations make the transition from private cloud or their own cloud uh, into the, the public cloud space. And those organizations, the common refrain was, you know, we want to turn that into a, a sticky, not all of them, but many of them, they want to turn it into a sticky relationship with that customer. The second set of organizations um, are offering a managed service and are finding that that I think anyway, and and correct me if I'm I'm mistaken here, but are finding that that service of just managing, quote unquote, the environment um, is not as sticky as they had anticipated or not as great of a need. And I think that the opportunity that I see in the market in having conversations both with partners, with, with AWS, with, um, with prospects as well, as, as we talk to organizations through the lens of Tenacity AI, and, and many of them do have a partner that's managing their environment. And when we ask, well, who's managing your spend optimization? Their answer is, um, that they don't know. Or when we specifically talk about is the partner doing that for you? The the answer is generally no. Right. And so I, I I can't help but see there's this, this missing opportunity where we know, we, we know successful organizations that are doing this. Why are so many of them not jumping onto there's this really sticky opportunity when you think about managing cloud spend. And if you can be the organization that consistently delivers savings and the ability to keep cloud costs under control, that's a really sticky way to stay with your customer, right?
1: Mm-hmm. A- absolutely. I mean, well, uh, if w- w- what, we all, what we're also seeing is more and more organizations outsourcing. Cloud stuff in general, right? I mean, just let's say cloud stuff in general. And yeah. so, if if I'm if I'm already making the decision to outsource the management of my cloud environment, including monitoring, security of, et cetera, et cetera, right? Then mm-hmm. why would I want? <laughs> to develop my own internal processes to making sure that that that, that environment is optimized, right? I mean, to me, it is now and should be a part of any service provider's offering to their customer. I mean, that's the value in which you're giving them is, one, not only will you have a secure environment that will always be monitored, that you will always get a call in the middle of the night if something goes wrong, but also that it's running in the most optimal way, which includes leveraging all of the all of the different savings instruments within my environment, and that we're also going to be notifying you if anything goes awry in this environment. Not just security-related, but spend-related, because that is just as important to a company's bottom line as being protected from a vulnerability, right, at the end of the day. Because you could have one... Thing that spikes in cost because of one mistake made that could eat up all the budget for the rest of the quarter So to me, it's a natural progression to anybody outsourcing um, (laughs) You know any facet of their cloud environment to a service Mm. provider
0: It's not just savings too. It's it's the predictability. It's the um, accountability. It's it's that service provider Providing that benefit to that customer, making sure the environment is well tagged, understanding the business and being able to provide reporting back from a spend Mm -hmm. perspective in a business context so that now the business uh, that, you know, the service as a service provider that you're delivering is that now the business can actually see infrastructure costs down. You can go very refined Uh, down to a a very atomic level of understanding those costs and the context of those costs inside of the business. So now I can uh, maybe, you know, yeah, we got to get a handle on spending and controlling costs and so on, but then I can actually start to align. Do I have the right unit economics for my product? Is my cloud spending growing in alignment with my revenue, right? Um, How, you know... it, it, there's so much more intelligence, there's so much more power there that a service provider can start to offer an organization once they have their hands around that data and in, in well, delivering
1: a really st- solid service. Well, let, just think about it this way, too. If we're a service provider and we're offering this, and I could have if a, we were. If we were. <laughs> and yeah. we could have a statement as powerful as, like, Let us manage this. Not only will it be secure, not only will it be monitored, not only will you have all of those things that you just mentioned, but we're also going to save you more money than you're going to pay us. That's the reality of the situation is that as a service provider, you're in a position to be able to market this as a way for them to essentially pay for your service. That's extremely powerful. And there aren't many organizations out there that would say, meh, nah, I'd rather build it myself internally. Go, right. go, you, 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 and if they do make that decision, keep their number handy, because in a few months they're going to realize how hard it is to do this. So strategically, service providers are in a, in a really, really great position. If they can get, out, get a hold of this up front, and understand really how it contributes to the bottom line, then they can basically give their prospects and customers a way for them to essentially pay for the entire management of their cloud infrastructure, just by choosing you. I agree. I agree. in, in here's the reality. We've,
0: we, we were in the service provider space. We, we understand this. We've been in the consulting space for quite a while. The reality is the need for a person to monitor an environment to make a phone call in the middle of the night is going away. Correct. Um, That, that is automatable. Um, And I think that for the service providers who are shaking your heads right now and going, no, um, my values in my white glove service, my, my ability to deliver, um, the best customer service experience that, that no machine automation can deliver is that, well, the customer that you're not achieving right now, who has that automated doesn't ever know they're missing a customer experience because uh, an exceptional customer experience, because they don't have the many, they don't have the incidents anymore to need to experience that because the environment has been automated in such a way that so much of it is self-healing and self-correcting, correcting. And that is the reality of app modernization. That is the reality of going to serverless infrastructure is that the application responds to the issues in the environment. Does it respond to all of them? Well, no. And that's where your power is, but, but make yourself really sticky so that, You're there delivering the exceptional experience, whether or not there's a problem in the environment for which the environment needed to be monitored. Uh, Instead, you're providing a proactive service that helps the business. Uh, Jason, any other parting thoughts?
1: Man, I think the best parting thought they could have is this will help you close more business. Adopting this. Yeah. Absolutely. Well,
0: and, and listen, you know, I, I don't pitch tenacity often on the call of optimization podcast, because we want to re- remain a little neutral here. But uh, if you're a service provider, and you don't yet offer this, or you're thinking about offering this, you, you, you need out. to talk to us and you need yeah, to check out Tenacity AI because this, this is what this, we do. There, there, no no, no pressure. We'll just for a have living. a
1: conversation. They can do it with a spreadsheet. We'll help them out with that too. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, I think that wraps the show for today. Uh, you know, stay tuned. Uh, more great topics. We're gonna cover off on a few more myths. We have some interviews coming up, uh, one with our chief engineer that will be coming in the in, in the next couple of weeks, as well as some folks that are uh, in the space uh, who've been in inside of uh, the big providers uh, who are you know really doing this day to day. So uh, tune in uh, to the cloud cost optimization podcast and check us out at tenacity.ai for more information. Thanks so much.